Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the voice of Smart Digital Manufacturing, a 10-part industry podcast dedicated to the industries of tomorrow and how they can be enablers of fundamental innovation and disruption, a place that brings the promises to allow today's listeners to meet tomorrow's innovation. I'm Bettina Prümper, and I'm your host with Siemens Global Marketing. Before we start, let's shortly recap our last episode where we talked to Aaron Manner about the electronics industry. Among other things, we discussed the global pandemic and how digitalization is supporting industry manufacturers to speed up the production and innovation to market while lowering the costs. If you missed it, feel free to go back and listen to it. Today is already the fifth episode and it will be divided in two separate parts. In the first part, we will be focusing on the value that machine builders can achieve when they connect a comprehensive manufacturing operations management system into their digital transformation strategy. And in the second part, we are going to discuss a real case study. To help us examine this topic in a greater detail, I'm pleased to introduce two special experts in the industrial machinery and manufacturing operations management field. First, Ian Haddon. He is the solution director for the industrial machinery at Siemens. Ian, it's really nice to have you here today. Before we start, could you please share a little bit about your background and role at Siemens? Hi, yes. Thank you, Bettina. My name is Ian Haddon, and I've been with Siemens for over 10 years. My current role, as you said, is the solution director for the industrial machinery. But before that, I've worked with Siemens in the integration space as a solution architect for Team Center and in the digital manufacturing space. Thanks, Ian. Our second expert today is Dr. Julia Piovano. She is part of the digital manufacturing team and the industry manager for machinery at Siemens Digital Industry Software. Julia, could you also share a little bit about your background at Siemens? Hello, Bettina. Thank you. Julia Piovano speaking. I work at Siemens as the industry manager, especially focusing on industrial machinery, A&D and dev equipment environment and domain. I've been working at Siemens for nine years and before my role was a service manager for A&D customers. Thanks, Julia. We are really happy to have you both here today. Let's get started by taking a closer look at the trends. Ian, what are the key trends that are driving the need for digitalization in the industrial machinery industry? When we look at the industrial machinery landscape, we continue to hear from our customers that there are several transformational trends that mark a significant turning point for machinery evolution. There's a marked shift towards personalized products and customized services, and machinery companies are challenged to design and build machines that support expanding product mixes and more rapid and frequent changeovers. And because customer preference changes are more immediate, there's added pressure to innovate quickly and compress delivery schedules. Okay, so the key trend in the industrial machinery industry is consumer-driven customization. Julia, are you seeing any of your customers having to address this trend? Oh, yes, I can confirm that. This is especially true for customers performing complex manufacturing. There are different manufacturing archetypes inside the industrial machinery niche with different characteristics. Machine builders includes, for example, manufacturer of CNC, motion control machines, or producer of cranes, conveyors, and special purpose machine, and this kind of stuff. Machine builders are often large enterprise with production spread among different plants, even in different countries. The production is generally engineered to order-like. 
the end customer demand for highly differentiated and customized products drives OEM demand for customized machines. We could, for example, consider the case of Robopack, that is a world leader in packaging. The market for packaging machines has changed significantly in recent years, and Robopack's customers are requesting customized products more and more. Robopack can offer a very high number of configurations for each packaging machines, and this is one of their key differentiators. In order to be able to keep up with this market trend, they had to transform their production process to make it more flexible and capable to manage the growing requests for customized products. Julia, you mentioned how production is now highly engineered to order, a result of the demand for highly customized machines. What is Siemens' value proposition for these needs? Well, for these manufacturers, it is important to ensure the end-to-end management of manufacturing processes, including quality. This will reduce the introduction of engineering changes. The possibility to implement a central engineering feeding different production plans improves the efficiency and the harmonization of know-how among different plans. Well-structured work instruction can guide operators step-by-steps, helping new human resources in the ramp-up phase. And the loop between engineering and manufacturing is closed thanks to the escalation of shop floor issues to design department, leading to actions and improvements. So our customer experienced reduction in cost of quality, warranty returns, incoming goods inspection times, and also the decreasing of the engineering change incorporation to shop floor from one week to less than a day. Ian, coming back to you, we just discussed customization. To achieve the benefits Julia just described, there's another aspect that machine builders should consider for their digital transformation blueprint, the need for smarter machines and also how to make this data that is collected insightful and actionable. So what are your thoughts on this? Industrial component suppliers are quickly embracing IoT-enabled technology in their products. This has changed the landscape for electrical and controls automation engineers and production, with, for example, the huge increase in input-output channels and new communication protocols like 5G. At the same time, there are insights to be gained from so much information that can be handled by the automation of production processes. The trend for hyper-automation requires vast amounts of data and cloud-based analytics to accelerate learning about machine behavior and performance to automate machine functions. Julia, how does the concept of hyper-automation apply to the manufacturing operations of a customer like Robobag? Together with Opcenter, Robobag also decided to implement an AGV system for the automated and intelligent handling of machines along the production process and the warehouse management system for the digital management of logistic processes. So all these technologies have been integrated and they now form the core of the Robbuck Smart Factory. And by the way, talking about smart manufacturing, I really recommend you the article The Light Sparse versus the Lights Out Factory. It describes the factories where the human activities are so minimal that the facilities can operate in the dark. 
But going back to Robopack setup, this is the typical setup for a first and tier supplier, where the assembly areas are frequently automated. In these lines, different parts flows one after the other with short act time. We call this a one-piece flow process. The components to be assembled need to be available along the lines in a very coordinated way in order to satisfy the fast act time and minimize the inventory or material waste. For these manufacturers, due to limited capacity of the lines, it is crucial to optimize the usage of machines, to verify if customer due date can be respected, and to check the impact of unforeseen production events. Julia, in regard to optimizing machine utilization, what can Siemens offer to these customers? WebCenter has the elements to support one-piece flow processes, including automated lines, with, for example, features like a process interlock. The data can be automatically collected from the machines or scanned with barcodes readers. Kanban capability guarantees the availability of components along the lines. And thanks to the scheduling module, it is possible to optimize the usage of the plant resources, reduce the inventory of the lead time, and reschedule in case of disruption. So far in this discussion, we have talked about increased customization, which leads to increase in a complexity. This has then led to a unique situation when it comes to global competition. So it can perceived as a barrier to some, but I think also as an opportunity, depending upon who embraces digitalization. So Ian, how do you perceive the state of global competition within the industrial machinery industry today? Well, global competition has always existed, but now the competition is coming from more flexible, agile startup companies that start from the basis of machine learning and are not linked with existing complex business processes and legacy customer engagements. In many cases, The aging workforce in many parts of the world has forced employers to replace experience with machine learning, and many machinery companies may not survive this transition. Talking about machinery, a large portion of the market is composed by small medium companies. Indeed, the work is often organized in job shops by job functions such as welding, machining, finishing, and so on. Job shops, like small medium companies in other industries, have specific characteristics, both on business and on organizational side. They usually have a small number of employees, less than 1,000, and annual revenue less than $1 billion. Therefore, they could have a small or even no IT department and also limited capability to sustain fixed costs. Okay, Julia, but which are the specific needs for these small and medium-sized customers and how can a manufacturing operations management solution address them? Well, SMB customers need a mom solution able to support the rapid deployment to reduce the services time and total cost of the projects. They need also flexible contracts with, for example, subscription licenses model Cloud support also, in order to reduce upfront cost of hardware. The MOM system needs to provide the core functionalities out of the box, limiting the project risk due to customization and using standard technologies. And finally, 
flexible user interface, including the support of mobile device. At Siemens, we promote the rapid implementation methodology, basically a template based on OpCenter that provides both technical and functional advantages, like, for example, the rapid installation and configuration, some integration pre-configured with the ERP system, the scheduling system, and so on, and out-of-the-box reports. In addition, some OpCenter modules are available as a service on cloud, like our offering to perform business intelligence and monitor manufacturing performances. All right. So unfortunately, we are already at the end of today's episode. In the second part of this podcast episode, Marco Cassani will describe Wobopec's case study in a greater detail. So we will not only talk about their challenges, but also how they implemented the factory of the future with Siemens. But for today... Thank you, Julia and Ian, for joining this discussion on digital transformation for industrial machinery. We are really looking forward to the second part of the podcast episode. Thanks to you, Bettina. It was a pleasure. I agree. Thank you. And of course, thank you to our listeners. If you enjoyed it and want to stay up to date with the latest digital industry stories, click the subscribe button and leave us a review and rating. Also, for further information, you can visit us online at Siemens.com and use the contact section to reach out to us. This is the voice of smart digital manufacturing, and I hope you will join us again for our next podcast episode.